Oh, Mary Championship. Week 16 preview. It's the Fantasy Football Championship. If you're a self-respecting league and you end your week, end your league after this week, we're going to tell you who's going to bring home the bacon and who you may need to avoid to get to that hallowed ground of Fantasy Football Champion. Let's get to it. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fantasy Football Championship Week, everybody. Welcome to Run Up Score. It's mm-hmm. Scott yo, ho, ho. and Tom. Happy holidays. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays to you, and thank you for your service in putting out the politically correct holiday well wishes. Oh, yeah, no problem. Way to go, Scott. I take pride in my ability to do that. Tom, thank you well, for your service as well. My thanks, Christmas Tom. wish. I'm also 17% Jewish. Happy Hanukkah just wrapped up uh, to all those out there. Lechaim. Nice, Tom. Nice, uh, nice double dip out of you on the holidays. Extra presents, you gotta love that. Mm-hmm. And Tom's yeah, got a December birthday. Any, I don't get any presents. <laughs> no, uh, Tom's a cold guy anyway. For the most part, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I don't really even truly uh, celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. Probably some might say, <laughs> but um, I'm definitely looking to make my birthright your free trip to Israel. You know. Yeah, mm. nice. I, I like that. My, uh, I was going to ask you guys what your biggest fantasy-based Christmas wish is for Week 16. I'll start with mine, which is oh. obviously um, the strength and health of the ankle of a one James Robinson. Yeah, I'm use my flame for this fantasy football season. Uh, it, it won't feel the same if my team is able to win a championship without him tucked into that RB1 spot. It's important. So I'm rooting for you, James. It's important to you. That James Robinson he, is in the lineup. He needs to be there. He needs to be there for the yeah. for the fellas. He's been there all year. Well, feel okay. right. So my biggest fantasy wish uh, for this, or my biggest wish, Christmas wish for fantasy is, uh, it's regarding the game that's on Christmas, and we can kind of, you know, shoehorn this into our the beginning of our coverage. After actually, I'll save it, and we'll go to Tom next. Tom, your biggest wit, Christmas wish for fantasy football this season, other than you winning. Uh, so that I was in more championships. I I rostered Antonio Gibson, and uh, in in every league, which is well noted on this, and uh, Julio Jones in about half. And I gotta say, the survival rate was um, it was not high. Damn low. It was pretty damn low. Well, yeah, Tom, that sucks, man. Because those two, those two guys rock. I hope Antonio Gibson gets Cole, Tom. Well, the problem you. with Antonio Gibson is like his replacement was not like. Uh, like it was not like Leon Bell goes down play D'Angelo Williams. It was like, you know, I played Antonio. I played Peyton Barber one week. It was like it was horrible. You know, twelve man standard. Yeah, like, what yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you you get put in those positions, and it was so nice to have Antonio Gibson as late as you got him. But then toward the end of the year, you ended up being so reliant upon him that once yeah. he goes down, it sucks. Yeah. So uh, that'll bring it to my wish. And uh, like I said, it's involving the game. Friday night or Friday afternoon, actually, it's kind of in that uh, 
that Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Do you was like, oh, nobody's got a game going for uh, Christmas Day? We'll step in. We'll just, oh, so let me just mess with <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> down please, there. Please, please, right right to my nephew Timmy and ask him awkward is that questions. A, is that a, that's a Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? That is a Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Christmas yeah. Eve, there is no NBA, no college basketball, no NFL, no college football, as Scott, you pointed out. Lame. We're supposed to go back to our parents' house <laughs> and not have any sports to watch? What am I going to have to watch Christmas Story five times in a row? Just I mean, watch I'll the do it. Just watch I'll Jim Carrey's Grinch. Come on. Um, no, my biggest fantasy wish is for that game, and it's that Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara, two guys who have been top three running backs all season, absolutely put on a show oh, for people because that's what they've done here. all year. And that's what I'm hoping for them to do because, quite frankly, what do you want to see, right? You you want to see your guys go off on holidays. That's why I always play. But listen, this is only because I have Alvin Kamara going in a championship, and I feel like if he goes off, I have a very good chance of winning. It's a great matchup for him. It's it's not like we've had Christmas games before, but – a lot of them, the ones that I've looked back and kind of remembered, the last one I can really remember was when the Saints played the Ravens and Antonio Brown won the game when he reached out the ball and like pulled it back real quick and it just Steelers barely crossed the line. What did I say? Saints. Yeah, Steelers-Ravens. So like, it hasn't been a game where there's this many fantasy offensive weapons on both sides of the ball on a Christmas game in a long time. So I just hope that everybody gets the gift of watching two of the most elite running backs in the game play very well yeah. on a national stage. I need to move on from this because yeah, I'm, go for it. I'm in a league, uh, in one of my leagues, I'm playing against a team who has Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook, and I'm just oh my God. absolutely terrified of that matchup. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to Tom's plum pick now. Uh, sugar plum pick. I can feel it. Down in my Lest we forget and end up on the naughty list, the week yeah, sixteen just, Christmas Day is sugar plum picks. Tom, let's no talk one, about it. No one should be surprised here, but it's Emmanuel Sanders uh, versus Minnesota. Obviously, sixteen point three PPR points with Breeze and without Michael Thomas in his career as a Saint. Um, I think you trust that. I think you can play that in actual championships if you're uh, you know, aching for someone to fill in that flex position or weak wide receiver spot because I think he's probably one of the strongest wide receivers available on the free agency pool. And I find that hard to argue with the 16.3 full PPR point uh, history. Damn right, Tom. Uh, it, it was unfortunate that Michael Thomas uh, got put on IR so late because we would have been banging the drum for Emmanuel Sanders, who literally just missed a 60-yard touchdown last week, yeah. which tripped up at like the three- or four-yard line. So not only does he have the potential to get a, a pretty high target share, I think he saw like seven or eight targets in that game. He also has a chance to hit some big plays. Emmanuel Sanders is healthy, and when he's healthy, he can go bonkers. He's a devastating guy when he plays really well, and he's going to have to play really well if the Saints are going to contend and hold on to you know that two seed. The Saints could lose out on the Saints could be a wild card team if they don't kind of get right here in the in the next couple Tom, of weeks. Tom has his FanDuel and, and DraftKings on here, uh, six thousand on FanDuel, fifty two hundred on DraftKings. What I would be interesting in is interested in, and maybe I will do it because there's only one game is maybe setting Emmanuel Sanders as my captain in a in a smaller lineup where he uh, could get the double points, and I think that's a good place to take advantage of him. I like that a lot. It's definitely a fade where you think most people will go Kamara or uh, or Dalvin or a quarterback. Yeah, for sure. All right, we move on. Uh, we're good on this game, right? No other drops, Scotty? 
Um, no, no drops. Okay. I like this game, though. I'm excited for yes. it. Yes. How about a triple header on Saturday? NFL really sprinkling games all over the weekend. They're like, no, no one wants this, these uh, TV slots. We'll, we'll take Listen. them gladly. Yeah. Make these guys play with everybody. Wow, football wants please. to wait till the new year for bowl games. Fine. Their loss. Buccaneers-Lions is the first game at 1 p.m. on Saturday. This is, uh, I believe, Scott, Ooh. you have a pay-up on this one. Uh, it's a plump pick. Actually. Oh, I got two, actually. Sugar we'll start plum. with the plums. I can feel it. Down in my plums. I'm sorry, sugar pump pick. I'll, I'll get better as that, at that as the episode goes on. Unfortunately, we don't really have many pump picks left for me to step up and do that. But uh, well, you took three, so I mean, I, well, yeah, well, you guys know I like to load out the dock. I gotta, yeah. especially in week 16, you gotta give people options. Everyone who has Leonard Fournette on their bench still saw him score two touchdowns last week in what is actually a really tough matchup uh, against the running back. The Falcons have been really good against the running back this year. Now he gets Detroit. Uh, Rojo is probably not going to play. This is the worst run defense in the league, guys. The worst. And like I said, Leonard gets two last week. He got like 17 total touches. If he gets that against Detroit, he's getting he's getting another touchdown. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt in that. And if you have him on your season-long team, he is worth the start. As horrible as it's been, if you somehow made it to the championship with Leonard Fournette burning a hole on your roster, he will not burn a hole for you this week. He will cash. Playing for his next contract. You know, he's only got a couple of weeks left to put good game film up. You assume Ronald Jones will be back for week 17, and if not week 17, then definitely the playoffs. So, I mean, this is his time to go out and get a contract to either work in tandem with somebody or be the lead back in a backfield, which we know he would love to do. I love this spot for Leonard Fournette, and I'm really excited for him. Yeah, there's just for me, there's just no fear in starting him in season long, and that's why I wanted to bring him up as a plum pick. He's actually pretty highly priced, especially on FanDuel. They gave him a seven thousand dollar value, which is mm-hmm. which is probably too high for me to play him, even though the matchup is really nice. So even if you did, I wouldn't blame you. Fifty five hundred on DraftKings, a little more affordable though. Yep. And yeah, then you said I'll pay up right. We always talk about though is you know he gets he gets a lot of targets. He had five targets last week all season. He's been getting targeted pretty thoroughly, to be honest. And uh, in typical Leonard Fournette fashion, he's done nothing as far as yards per carry or yards per catch, yes. I should say. Um, yeah. But those PPR points, they all count the same. They sure do, Tom. All right, Scotty, your pay up. And you're pandering to me on this one, so I appreciate it. Uh, no, I, I know. I know you love this one, but we haven't brought him up in the pay up late all season. And it's Mike Evans. I mean, the thing to me that's most encouraging is he had a 100-yard game last week. Yeah, no touchdown, sure. But a 100-yard game for him, this is only the second one that he's had all all season, right? So it's Which a really bad. encouraging sign, though, right, to see him kind of hopefully be building towards something. I know he's been hit or miss this year. He hasn't had – I think he's only had one game all season where he's thrown down 100 yards and scored a touchdown. I'm going on some do logic. I'm going to Don here with this one. 100 yards and a touchdown, Mike Evans. Let's close it out with the fact that Okuda's done for the year. The Lions have no corners and no hope on defense. 7,600 on FanDuel. Only 6,100 on DraftKings for a player with 11 touchdowns this year. I think that's a steal. The absolute disrespect that I feel. Didn't they do <laughs> this mob guy. last year, too? Price yeah, wise. they made him super cheap at the end because Godwin was playing really well. Was it was it last year, Tom, where we were just picking him every single week because he was too cheap? I think so. Yeah, it was either. It might have been the last two years. Come both. Like, Maybe we could bank on that late season Mike Evans disrespect. I'm always here. 
we are always here, especially Don, but me too, to support Mike Evans as an elite receiver in the league. I think he shows that this week against mm-hmm. Detroit. All righty. We'll move on now to the next game on the Saturday slate. Cardinals 49ers in Arizona. Who's the home team? Oh, good one, Don. No, nice. The Cardinals are the home team in this game. These guys played in San Francisco week one this season. Uh, I have my plum pick in this Come one. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. But we can stream first. That's fine. What do we got? Yeah, we got to stream first because I hit it first. Um, and when you're in control of the drops... You control you, the show. That's right. <laughs> in a sense, right? But anyway, uh, we're going to go to the Cardinals here. I actually like them. 39% Yahoo, 40 ESPN Cardinals defense specifically. Uh, they've been pretty, playing pretty well recently. Uh, last week against Jalen Hurts, maybe not the greatest showing, but Jalen Hurts has been proven you know, to kind of be a, a bit of a matchup breaker, especially early on without any film on him. Uh, CJ Bethard is not that, and that's who is starting here. And uh, I like the Cardinals defense strictly for that reason. The only thing I would say is anyone is better than what Nick Mullins was doing for the 49ers. Like, maybe. We'll see. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's it bad 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 bad. They never pulled them. Yeah. From the, the it didn't even really seem like they were thinking about it until injury came about. Uh, we can put Jordan Reed back out there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, 21% on Yahoo, 17% on ESPN. He's just involved in the red area. Um, it, it's not a very appealing play. I don't even think he's had over no. 20 receiving yards in, in uh, either of the last two weeks, but he has scored a touchdown in his past two weeks. So, mm-hmm. like I said, that red zone involvement is nice. Absolutely. Alright. We move on to the third Saturday I night. Have a, I do have a pay oh, ahead, up. I have a pay up and uh, I can get into it if you'd like. Drop completely unnecessary. If we're ready, it's cool. If we're not, it's fine. Hey, you want you want it. This is a Don-style play-up. This is a Hopkins versus San Francisco. Just wanted to point out, you know, this guy's looking a lot healthier. He had a little bit of a lull in the middle of the season when he wasn't that healthy. Last week, he goes for like a buck fifty, I think, more. But week one, when he played against San Francisco, he went 14 for 151 against this very same team. So you'd have to expect that now that he's healthy, wow. like he was when he entered the season, that this is an absolute blow-up spot for Hopkins. 8,600 yeah. on handle, 8,300 on DraftKings. One of the more forgotten. Stunning and brave, Tom. Going with Hopkins for a payoff this week. Listen, full TPR, he almost 30 burgered without a touchdown in week one. I had I had to get him with one because we always get you with one. No, I mean, this, is, <laughs> this is exactly what you want. You know, like, this is no, just like, do it to me. I get like it. Said, I earned it. Like you said, and the, but the argument is true. Like this is the the segment where we're bringing up those top flight guys who are worth it this week. Yeah. You know, they're elite players and they have a great matchup, or they've proven that this is a great matchup for them. Fourteen for a buck fifty one mm-hmm. sounds like a pretty good matchup to me. I would I would try to exploit that matchup as often as possible if I was a fantasy football player or Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah, uh, And I have my plum pick in this one as well, Scotty. What, what did you have? Plum pick. What was it? It's a sugar plum pick. I can feel it down in my plums. I was like, Bad are you that. listening to me? But yeah, it's I yeah. So Brandon Ayuk against Arizona. I'm getting everyone this episode, taking bodies. <laughs> it's the it's the usage for me. I don't even care who who's quarterbacking. The uh, San Francisco 49ers this week, they're going to get Brandon Ayuk involved. They're treating him like that Debo Samuel. He had, he's had, I think it was like four straight games now with 10 targets. Debo Samuel is nowhere near. He didn't get my carry that I guaranteed last week, though, so I'm a little upset with him over that. Just just all the more reason for them to give him two this week. There you go. I like that. 
I'm very excited for, for Brandon Ayuk. He is without a doubt one of my favorite late season surgers of the yeah. season. Obviously, him and you know, he, there's a lot of receivers you can name, but I mean, he's been one of my favorite guys to watch kind of start to really establish himself and make a name for himself. Uh, towards the end of this season, so very excited for him. I don't. I don't think he's. I think he's going to be able to avoid Patrick Peterson for some of the some parts of the game because they play him all over the field, coming out of the backfield, all that kind of fun stuff that the Niners do with their receivers. So I mean, this is. I, I'm so excited that I get to watch Brandon Ayuk on Saturday because Saturday night game. I'm not so sure about. <laughs> uh, it's Dolphins Raiders. Uh, did you stink this, Scott? No. Did I? No, I don't think so. No, I didn't. Okay. Obvious stinker potential here. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. But, but I mean, two attack of Alora with uh, two rushing touchdowns last week. I mean, two touchdowns. Everybody knows the rules. Twenty-one percent on Yahoo, thirty-one percent on ESPN. So he's still very much out there. Yeah, uh, this is a really exploitable matchup. You saw Justin Herbert throw all over them and even run for a touchdown as well. So uh, I really like Tua this week. Uh, I like Tua all the time, mm-hmm. but you know he's more of a game manager, so it's going to take a good matchup to to exploit that. And I think this could be one for him this week. Yeah, I mean the Raiders just gave up a ton of points to Herbert, and you know it wasn't a super. Or, I mean, the second half kind of hit a low, but Herbert really turned it on late in the fourth quarter and in overtime. So you know I think Tua can absolutely do that to this Raiders defense. I just I wonder who he's going to be throwing to. Well, Miles Gaskin exactly. is going to play in this game. He is. Miles Gaskin's going to play. He was cleared off the off, uh, COVID list this week. Okay. Um, and I think I believe that Devontae Parker and Mike Isicki, We'll see. These guys are close to you know they're I'm on the end of the playoffs, so they're really going to need yeah. them. But they were both limited today. Okay, perfect. That's what we like to hear. Uh, I was. I'm surprised we didn't have Mariota anywhere in the uh, in the streaming radar, but I do think that he's a solid option if you picked him up and you're playing in like a you know a third place game or a consolation game to avoid the toilet bowl, uh, the, think, the dreaded toilet bowl. Guys, I think I'm, you're going on rushing capability there, but the the matchup defensively is very difficult for him. It's above okay. his pay grade. That's why I didn't put him on there, Tom. All right, just so just too risky. I like these other guys uh, much better. Okay. He did play great. Derek Carr practiced fully, too, so you can't play Mariota if Derek Carr is starting. So, you know, you throw, you're mixing a little bit of that. and there's So, no uh, my bad on that, everybody. No worries. We move on. The last uh, – sorry. Uh, yeah, Dolphins Raiders. I think we've covered that pretty heartily. Yeah, you know who you're playing, though. Um, pay attention to – I mean, obviously, uh, Gaskin coming back really damages Savan Ahmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even think that he he's valuable. You can't even no. start him this week, unfortunately, no, because, because he was great last week. Salvan Ahmed was used the way Miles Gaskin was used before Miles Gaskin got hurt. So, if Miles Gaskin plays, they're going to use him like he's Miles Gaskin. Right, and he didn't even – and Miles Gaskin wasn't even hurt. He was at, like, a, a close contact. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, he, he should be fully healthy. Oh, so he's healthy. not even rusty. He should be fully yeah. healthy, yeah, and so it's all – it's all tough for Ahmed. I actually think that I have. Oh, I do, and I'm happy I didn't forget. I'm gonna scroll down here, and it's a. It's for a cool reason. Ooh. I don't like to pick, I don't like to pick guys playing on you know on weird on weird days where there's not a big slate where most people do uh, daily fantasy. But I had to mention the fact that Lynn Bowden is maybe the only time we'll ever be able to bring <laughs> up a revenge game. For a rookie 
in his rookie season, he started the year earlier with the Raiders, and now he's on Miami and gets to play against the Raiders this year. Almost immediate revenge. He's only been with Miami for like maybe 10 weeks, 5,400 on FanDuel, only 3,900 on DraftKings. Like you guys said, with all the injuries on offense, he's been very involved. And for that cheap in a revenge game, mm-hmm. why not? Absolutely. I love this guy, too, for no really particularly good reason. <laughs> uh, the dual eligibility, I would think, would be your, uh, right up your end. He's a wider side yeah, on both. That's, uh, that's the only reason, picks. pretty much, yeah. And I had a dynasty league where I only had late picks, and I picked him. So it was cool. There you go. It, it, All right. Kind of, somewhat. The, the, the past two weeks, it kind of hit, yeah. You rock. <laughs> Giants-Ravens is the start of the Sunday slate. I think this game, uh, the, I mean, if the Ravens treat the Giants the way they treated the Jags, I think, they should have no problem winning this game. Giants failed to score a touchdown on Sunday night football. Go Browns. Damn. Uh, James Bradbury was close contact, uh, so he'll be back. And that's mm-hmm. nice for the Giants. They really missed him in the secondary last week. So he'll probably be locking horns with Hollywood Brown. I think you could still start Hollywood Brown. I don't, you know, I'm not like overly crazy confident about him. Obviously, you can't really be too confident about him this year, but he's been rolling. He's been hitting big plays, he's been scoring touchdowns. I think you can roll with him in Championship Sunday. Interesting that Hollywood Brown turned the heat up right as the temperatures got colder in this season. He's been riding a nice heater. It's going full T.Y. Hilton. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Back from the dead. Uh, important to note, Mark Ingram, healthy scratch last week. Doesn't look like he's uh, he's going to play in this one either. It seems like they're kind of moving forward with uh, with the Gus Bus and J.K. Dobbins with Justice Hill yeah. you know, intermittently sprinkled in as well. Just something to keep track of. Falcons Chiefs. This is uh, points, points, points. Hopefully, uh, yeah. as long as the Falcons can move things along, um, this should be a really fun. Time time shooter. There we go. It's the Chiefs, so we normally give them honorary treatment, but uh, you know we love to play the. We're running out of opportunities to play the drops. Uh, yeah, um, I have a plump pick here, but it's a it's a conditional plump pick, so I won't hit the drop on that one. Uh, Russell Gage. If Julio's out, obviously, he can be trusted. He can be trusted in daily, and he can be trusted in season long. That's why I had him as, as a plump pick. But obviously, it's con- conditional. Apparently, uh, Julio got like this this plasma injection or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's going to make him be able to play this week for a meaningless game for the Falcons. I can't imagine why they would put him out there for that. But if they he do, out for other uh, teams. Gage is kind of a little useless. I mean, Julio has a huge contract, so he's not really trying out for anybody but the Falcons. And they know what they have, I'd imagine. So, Julio, I'd imagine, wouldn't play. I wouldn't play him if I was in the Falcons no, organization, no which means Russell Gillich has a really good chance. Uh, 5,100 on DraftKings just feels a little cheap for how well he's been playing. Yeah. Saints defense has been bent, don't break all year. There's going to be a lot of yards to be had uh, against that against that defense uh, going forward. So, why not? Is Saints? Well, yeah, they play the Chiefs. Why do I keep bringing up the Saints? Yeah, you, you, got, you got the Saints on the brain. Man, are you a Saints fan yeah. now? Did you did you convert overnight? Yeah, it is awesome sure. that this is the shootout. You know, because it has to be. It's the criteria that we usually look for completely with the Atlanta Falcons, and then the criteria that we don't even give credence to because it's such a shootout is the Chiefs. So yes. this is like the mega shootout. Yeah, it is. The the only question is, is do the Falcons get a lead? And then Mahomes has to throw his whole way back. I also kind of – I have a – 
I mentioned Le'Veon Bell as a potential shutdown. I'm not going to shut him down because we kind of spoke about it earlier, and, uh, and I agreed. It's just tough to shut him down. He, he's going to have a really good chance to finish as a top 24 back, but just know that this is a tough matchup. You know, if you're in the league where you're really loaded at running, running back, you don't have to feel pressured that you have to play Le'Veon Bell. Think about the running back production from the Chiefs this season. It's been very weird. It hasn't. You haven't seen really any 20-point half PPR fantasy games from Chiefs running back. So the the upside, I guess, could be there, but I'm not going to go chase that if I have something better. And he brought this up uh, with Fournette. He did score twice against his Falcons defense. Both of them were from like one or two yards out. Less than 50 rushing yards. Yeah, yard, right, he threw for like 400, 400 yards in that game. So, you know, the way you move the ball is through the air against this team. The way the Chiefs move the ball is through the air against any team. You could see some records broken from Patrick Mahomes if Andy Reid lets him. Uh, in this game as, as the Chiefs are posturing for the number one overall seed in the AFC. Yeah. All right. See, this is the fun part because I get to actually talk about like teams who have something to play for in playoff scenarios because it actually might start affecting fantasy lineups at least uh, next week, if not this week. True. A lot of fantasy implications in the Browns-Jets game. Hopefully you were able to stash the Browns defense in that bonkers game they played against uh, Baltimore because they had a great performance against the Giants. We can't put and Dan on the stream, but we can put somebody else on the stream, and I know Don's going to love this one. Oh, I do. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Go ahead, Doc. Baker. Baker. 51% on Yahoo, 35% ESPN. Uh, the Jets are just a cupcake matchup, and you know, obviously he's played pretty well. He comes with a lot of risk, in my opinion, and that's why I wouldn't make him the official stream, just because they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. who they love to run the ball with, and the Jets are a really over defense. So mm-hmm. it is possible that they go up big and just run the ball like crazy. I do think Baker gets at least two passing touchdowns here. Yeah. So this is a floor stream, but I think it's pretty solid. Listen, the Jets won their Super Bowl last week. They got nothing left to play for. They're done. The Browns can go 11-5 and five and miss the playoffs, it's very unlikely that it happens, but it could happen. So they got to win. So they got to win this one, and they got to be sure. And the way that they're going to do that is letting Baker bake. <laughs> and he's going to be baking with Austin Hooper, who's on our tight end stream as well. Jets just let up a couple of t- uh, touchdowns to Tyler Higby. Austin Hooper just scored against the Giants last week. He's been playing very well since the Browns' bye. Been a little bit more involved than usual. I like Austin Hooper here. I like the Browns here, obviously, because I'm a diehard Browns fan uh, as of about 10 months ago. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready to watch my Cleveland Browns clinch a playoff spot because I think one of the teams that's below them is going to get clipped. And that's it. Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, there's not much to talk about for the Jets in this one because there's no way you can play. Do you want to start Frank Gore in the championship? Anybody. I know you don't. Jamison Crowder is in the sphere of – concern but you you yeah. probably have other players yeah and i think he even popped up with a questionable tag today as well he's one of those guys that's like i feel like he's been rostered by like half the teams in your league at yeah. one point this year yeah he for just, sure like yeah but he if you does well is one tough five, tell when he's going to if you played in weeks one through five you probably started out five and oh <laughs> yeah he was dropping bombs he absolutely was all right moving on Bears Jags. This is my stinker of the week. Bears going to Florida, and uh, this is that time of year where you know yeah, northern teams. You guys there? 
northern teams are kind of getting used to playing in that cold in Chicago. Now they got to go down to humid Jacksonville. Bears just came off a huge win, essentially knocked the Vikings, their division rival, out of the playoffs and inserted themselves back into the playoff race. But, oh, no. Gardner Minshew might be running around, running away from Khalil Mack all game. I don't know. This game's got weird feel to me. Yeah. Mitch, yeah, you did great against the Vikings. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. I don't love this game at all. Mitch, baby. Yeah, I you got to love Mitch in this you game. you got to ride the here, I think, with him and with David Montgomery. I mean, I don't know if there's five running backs I would start ahead of David Montgomery right now. Or you can go right in. I could go right into my uh... – Hey, what you want? I mean, and it is David Montgomery. He's way too cheap. He's 7,800 on FanDuel. He's 7,700 on uh, DraftKings. He had over 30 touches last week. The week before, he had 25. The week before, he had 20-plus. He, and he plays the Jags. This is an absolute layup. He's going to go buck wild again. He's going to see close to 30 touches again in a game that they're going to walk away with in most likely. And even if they don't, even if somehow Gardner Minshew keeps the Jags in this game, potentially without James Robinson, please play James. I love you. But, you know... <laughs> Let's say that they hang in. Let's yeah. say that they do. David Montgomery plays every down. He's their receiving back. He's their, he's their rushing back. So even if this game's close, if it's a blowout, David Montgomery is going to be largely involved because they, too, Don, have a chance to still make the playoffs. Yeah, they got to they gotta make a run and they got to get help, but they can do it. They can absolutely do it. If, if like, let's say, and, you know, this is a, one of the things I love to say about guys who are really playing well, right, but, like, aren't getting that respect. If a guy, like, let's say, you know, Aaron Jones ripped off the three games in a row that David Montgomery had, fifty total yards, and plays the Jags. There is no way he would be this this cheap. No. It's, so take advantage of it while you can. Yep. Yep. That's the one thing that like people don't quite get is like sometimes people get attached to the name and not the stats. Like the stats are telling the story here, not the name of David Montgomery. That's just low. Like this run that they're going on, where they're winning games and they're playing better. It's all because of David Montgomery. Yeah. Do you think the Bears don't know that? Well, they changed their play call, and they were like, all right, we're just going to feed this guy. Yeah. It has worked. Yeah. All right. Our quarterbacks suck. Our running back is actually pretty talented but doesn't get the ball enough. Well, let's try to give him the ball some more. Oh, wow. We're back in the playoff. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> miracle. Oh, my God. All righty. We move on. Let's try not to bury the Bears too much there, Don. I know you're a former Packers fan. They're in hunt. Bengals Texans, the Bengals with oh we got drops a plenty in this. Can one. I just say hot take time real quick? I think the Bengals beating the Steelers was more surprising than the Jets beating the Rams. They gave it to them because the Jets were gonna get one. They you think they really? But the time zoning out on the Jets to get one. Let's be honest with that. <laughs> yes, um, for sure. Yeah, I've got to scroll down on this one. <laughs> what makes you say the Jets were gonna get one? I mean, that they were what made him think. Of that. I don't know. Owen, Owen, twelve at at the Rams. Well, you know, the Jets they're gonna get one. was most recently beaten forty-five to three. Yeah, he's afraid know. of the the Bears traveling yeah, to the humidity of Florida, but the Jets going cross country <laughs> is, is fine. Um, the Jets I love your loyalty to the Jets, Don. I've got Chad Hansen in this one, 5,700 on FanDuel, 4,400 on Jack. 
a little bit more tempting on that DraftKings price for sure. They kind of let the floor fall out. Um, three good weeks in a row-ish. Only three targets last week, but this game script is going to be a lot more friendly. The Colts really bottled up the Texans till the bitter end. As much as the Texans did struggle to put up points, it was a lot of dump downs from Deshaun Watson. You can expect him to kind of uh, unleash the playbook here a little bit and probably a lot better than Big Ben. I think the wide receivers as a whole, Kiki Cutie had a good game. Brandon Cooks didn't really blow the doors off. Um, the, I think the wide receiver core as a whole is going to benefit from this game script. And Chad Hansen is the cheapest, and it seems like a toss-up between the three. It's, Deshaun Watson doesn't really have that strong of a preference right now. Yeah, is not. I'm happy that you alluded to uh, Kiki Cutie as well. I can feel it. Down in my plums. He's a plum pick for me. I mean, this guy, in my opinion, has earned the trust for Championship Sunday in the games that Will Fuller has not played. That's three games. He's had a touchdown or 100 yards. He hasn't put it together for both in the same game. But this is Kiki Kuti we're talking about here, guys, not Devontae Adams. It's pretty damn good. And now he gets the Bengals, which is a very good matchup. Uh, uh, contrary to what Big Bun would lead you to believe and Juju Smith-Schultz cool. would lead you to believe, there can be thrown on, especially against Deshaun Watson. Yes, Deontay Johnson. And, you know, Kiki Kuti, I actually, uh, you know, I was in my dynasty league, I'm out of the playoffs, I'm like, who's a good guy to add potentially going into, you know, these years coming up? And he really is an interesting guy because Will Fuller was in a contract year and Randall Cobb's all, all battered with injury and who knows what his situation's going to be. He's done. You can it's kind of say the same thing for Brandon Cooks. There's a lot of questionability within, with him as well. But who's been there for a few years now with Deshaun Watson is Kiki Kuti. So he's a guy to pay attention to. I think he has a good week this week as well. Just a further... A, a, a way to further account for Bill O'Brien's stupidity. Kiki Kuti couldn't see the field when O'Brien was was overseeing the team. Just ended up in the doghouse for some reason for the entire year, and then all of a sudden, you know, you mentioned the Will Fuller being out, Scott. But the other part of it, part of this is, it's not Bill O'Brien keeping Kiki Kuti off the field for God only knows what reason either. Yeah. And so this is a huge step up for him. I think that's a great call in dynasty leagues. Like if he's out there. You got to get a spot. You, there's definitely a spot on your team for a guy like Kiki Kute, who could end up being the primary slot target in an offense that's quarterback by Deshaun Watson next season. Yeah, it's an interesting, you know, someone you got to scrub on the end of your bench, swap him for QT. If and he's maybe, uh, maybe Umbop yeah. is there next say, year, too. I would think that QT is definitely going to be the slot receiver next year. And for that reason, I would think he's probably not readily available. And. Thank you for the Mbop because I really do think that Hansen is a guy to stash as well. I mean, yeah. the, the rest of the core is pretty old. Um, Brandon Cooks is not old, but has a lot of miles on him. So he, he's not always going to be readily available. You like to have these guys that you can slot in for players who get injured as well. Will yep. Fuller suspended, injured. Brandon Cooks injured all the time. Seems like Chad Hansen could be a guy that you throw in in those kinds of matchups, which is great to have as a utility on a dynasty roster. Yeah, for sure. Um, it looks like I think Hanson probably the better value on DraftKings, but QT's sixty one hundred on Fanduel, which is only four hundred dollars more than Hanson, so it's not that bad of a trade off if you wanted to go with him, who I think most likely will have a better target floor than Hanson will. No doubt, I don't need right. to argue that as as in that he's better or worse. He's he QT for is sure. better for your real fantasy championship. Uh, yeah, for I sure. I think last week versus you. You have a scroll down too, Don? Yeah, I, I did. Do. Mr. Goback, my He's scroll down is Gio Bernard. Uh, I mean, listen, after the game that you saw him play against Pittsburgh on Monday night, if you've rostered him as your Joe Mixon replacement, 
Who are you starting over Gio Bernard at this point? He might be able to get you there against a Houston team that just got ripped apart by David Montgomery. They just let up a t- a, another great game to Jonathan Taylor, who we'll talk about more later. And I mean, they have a they they have a game on the ground like that, the Bengals, where they win, right? And Gio Bernard has a great game. You got to go back to that. You got to try to go back to that. If you're trying to win games, you're trying to lose. Maybe you let Ryan Finley throw, and he has a terrible game. But uh, I like that you brought him up as a scroll down because for 4,800 on DraftKings, I watched a lot of that game. He did not come off the field much at all. No, and I don't know why we didn't. Because last, you know, a week ago he couldn't touch the field. They were going with Travion Williams. It looked like going forward, six thousand on Fanduel puts him like. In that, like, run in the middle, typical flex yeah. category. So he's not even that bad there either. No, I mean, I was so impressed with him. I, I don't know the last time I was that impressed with a middle of the road guy like that, you know, watching a game. And it was, it was awesome. The whole team really just, just what pulled out a stunner. Yeah. They were due. They were due for a win, but I didn't think it was coming against Pittsburgh. Them and the Jets, baby. That's for sure. We've also got a stream in this one. Oh, boy. Although, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, well, we'll see. Let's play this. Come on in, boys. The water is fine. Scotty's got the Texans defense here. I don't know. I don't think this would be my official pick at all. But, you know, the other shoe's got to drop with Ryan Finley at least a little bit here. And now yeah, we know that stinks. he needs Let's to be... not, like, act like he's some yeah. superstar, you know? And the Texans defense, although terrible, can go out there and sneak a good matchup against a really bad quarterback and team overall. That's what the Bengals are. Yeah, they came out and they played well against a division rival, which we have to give them credit for. But I'm saying don't don't read too much into that stunner of a game. And, and you know, let's continue to attack yeah. the Bengals. Yeah, now, that, now teams know that they need to worry about Ryan Finley using his legs because the Steelers certainly didn't know that. Despite the fact that he started against them last year. Like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I actually – I really do like this one. So, I mean, we're not there for the for the official choice yet, but they could have my vote. No, it's actually a pretty loaded stream this week, which uh, is I'm thankful for in Week 16. Yeah, it makes things easier for us. Yep. All righty. Next game on the docket is Colts-Steelers. Ooh, we got a Steelers will be aforementioned too. losers of that one. Uh, let's see what drop Scott decides to play first. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I know I'm there are a couple of different ways. I feel, like a, I feel like a kid on Christmas morning trying to figure out which gift they should open first. Oh man, let's go with it. Let's go with the big one and the pay up. Pay me what you want. All right, I'm going Jonathan Taylor in this one, Ooh. and this is kind of a combo pay up plum pick. But man. I was wrong about Jonathan Taylor. I kind of wrote him off at the at the midway point of the season. I was like, if he was that good or as good as people are saying he was, maybe the Colts would use him more because it's not like they're getting anything else from from the Heinz Wilkins combo anyway. And so I was just kind of like, whatever. But man, like watching that game, and we saw a lot of the uh, the Colts ty- or um, the Colts Texans game on red zone, and every time Jonathan Taylor touches the ball, I felt like he was going to score. He is. Scary with the ball we in his hands, and that's the kind of guy you can play. Even though they're playing this quote-unquote tough defense in Pittsburgh, who's now kind of been worked in the last two weeks by the Bills and Bengals. I just got run all over by Gio Bernard. Yeah, so, like, no. if you can't tackle Gio Bernard, are you going to be able to tackle the freight train that is yeah. Jonathan Taylor? Now, I will say this: a, a long time ago, now 
Uh, it seems like forever ago with the way this season has gone. But uh, we brought up Jonathan Taylor potentially having a Derrick Henry-like effect because of his size and his speed and his power. And it was just never put together and never materialized. But he's having a, like a typical rookie experience. You know, we should we should try to you know pump the brakes and see that like these rookies, especially when they're not picked in the first round, to be the focal point of the offense and to carry the offense like a McCaffrey. You even think about McCaffrey his rookie year and how long it took him to come eight weeks to score. You know, so exactly. You think about Melvin Gordon, who didn't score a touchdown his entire rookie season, right? So there are these rookies that take a little bit longer to come on. It's nice that he has at the end of the year, and goddamn, is the future bright. Yeah, I mean, he is a certified second, third round pick, maybe even first, depending on how well he actually ends this campaign. And what happens with, you know, no more, if there's no Marlon Mack and there's no uh, Jordan Wilkins, you know, in the picture going into next season, he's a I don't think, I think the Colts have kind of seen enough, and there doesn't need to be a Marlon Mack or a Jordan Wilkins. Like, yeah, well, I'm the Colts. I'm moving forward with Jonathan Taylor. I saw, enough, I saw enough from Jonathan Taylor's college tape to make that determination. Well, Clearly, they didn't. Yeah. All right, let's move on to one of the uh, drops of plenty in this one. Yeah, which one are we hitting up next? Sorry, I got, uh, Tom's I got, got a, a little... Uh, you and Tom have shut down, so why don't we go with that one? Okay, that's a good one. we got to get Taffer in here. The one that I can actually play without your computer, but we won't. Shut it down! Uh, Tom, you want to lose Yes, I'll go. I'll, you I'll go. I'll go. So... T.Y. Hilton, he's been okay lately, right? Uh, he was even a plum pick or something, or maybe even a pay-up for me last week. And he's got three touchdowns over the last three weeks, 100-yard games to his credit, whatever. Last week he didn't blow the doors off, but you might still be enthused. I'm here to say that Pittsburgh is still actually a pretty tough matchup, despite what Finley showed us. We kind of covered that already. I think the Steelers are actually still a very good team. Um, you know, if you turn on ESPN, they'll say the opposite, but it's true. And uh, T.Y. Hilton. Well, Juju's you know, not going to dance on midfield, so they should be fixed now. Yeah, yeah players only meeting, Tom. I can't stress enough how much I don't care about that stuff. <laughs> um, oh, my God, right? T.Y. Hilton, is, this is not the matchup for him. If you if you rode this two, three-week wave and uh, to some success, you might be tempted to say, oh, he's going to bring me a championship now. Uh, I'd go back to the guys who got you to the playoffs instead of won you the last two games. Yeah, I would agree with you there too. And unfortunately, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition it to shut down a guy who probably did a great job to get you there. But unfortunately, based off of his recent performance, you can't trust him, and, and you have to do that dance, right? You have to walk that fine line between what have you given me lately, what have you given me in the entire season? You try to output that to what are you gonna give me in this all important week, right? Oh, and, and you look at Chase Claypool and you say to yourself. I don't think I could trust this man right now, right? And it's not an indictment on him, right? I watch these games, and like, like I've said all year, I'm not a Chase Claypool owner. I'm not a Steelers fan. I have no affinity to him really at all. But they do not give this guy the ball, and it is infuriating. Every time they do, he's a big play waiting to happen. They give him a little screen, and he almost house calls it on – uh, on Monday night, I read Tom Hart was fluttering as he potentially took him to the playoffs on that long run that could have been. How do you not do that more often? But either way, Big Ben can't throw the ball deep, right? Aside from these little dumb screens that they do one time a week, they're not. They're only using him in deep shots. Yeah. These jet sweep plays are gone from the playbook, so you're not even really getting those. And even when you are now, you saw it. You saw him get one and lose like four or five yards or whatever it is, right? He hasn't had a double-digit game and a half PPR since. Week 11. Yeah. So you just can't trust that. And on top of all of this that we're piling on, the Steelers offense has been playing terrible, and the Colts defense is actually pretty good. Very good. 
It's just six hundred, six thousand on FanDuel, fifty nine hundred on DraftKings. I, I love Chase Claypool as a player. I'm not interested in him at all in this matchup. I think if Jameis Winston was the quarterback of the Steelers, they'd still be undefeated. <laughs> is that is that too crazy? Not for this like, podcast. Like, he, like the re- like Ben can't throw the ball down the field. We know that Jameis can do that very well. It's going to be really interesting to see what they try to do. Like, I don't know if they would have beat the Ravens the one week they played the Ravens at full strength, but like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks who could have been quarterbacking the Steelers right now who would have lost because that's why Jameis Winston got benched. He lost a lot of games. Um, Chase Claypool (laughs) hasn't played 70% of snaps since week nine. Like, what is that? He had four touchdowns in a game. I know. It's ridiculous. They like James Washington and stuff better than him for no good reason. <laughs> he, has ele- he has like 11 touchdowns on the year, and he has been irrelevant for the last month of the season. Wild. Because like, it's exactly like you said, Scott. Like, you see him, and you're just like, yeah, I would give him the football as often as I possibly could. Yeah. It would be he's big, he's strong, he's fast. Like, yeah. He makes the all. Something? <laughs> yeah, he makes the all. Just give it to him every time. Yeah. Team for me with Derrick Henry and <laughs> I was, others. I was, I was saying this to, uh, to you um, in the car, I think, at one point last weekend. It's got like, I think Chase Claypool could be the guy who has the second year explosion like DK Metcalf has had. I'm not saying that they're in the same stratosphere in terms of their right. athletic prowess and ability. Oh, but, but like, <laughs> you get Chase Claypool with a good quarterback or a quarterback who's willing to throw the ball deep downfield, unlike Ben Roethlisberger right now, and the sky is the limit for you. Well, you, you potentially lose uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, and it, it frees up some some shorter routes for Chase Claypool because Juju's a free agent. Juju can dance all he wants if he goes to the Packers. That's all I'm going to say. All right, next game. Who got? Panthers and the football team. Mm, you could smell this the is the, uh, on this one. This is uh, the streaming defense debacle, though, as well. Yes. Let me get some stink in there. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> so, um, the last two tank. defenses Stunk. for our choice for the streamer. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, the reason I put the, the Panthers on there was because I didn't think – I thought that there was the potential for Dwayne Haskins because of what he what he did over the weekend at the strip club. He loved a script. Uh, yeah, and Alex, and Alex Smith being out, I thought, like, Tyler Huntington might start, but actually they just find Dwayne Haskins because they're like, listen, we still got a chance for the playoffs, and if Alex Smith can't go, you're still a better option than some guy up the street. Take a 50K fine. We're, stri- we're stripping you your captaincy. I was going to say, they, have you this week. they stripped his captaincy. Right, so like they, they gave him a, I think the I think the punishment definitely fits the crime, uh, but because of that, he didn't look awful last week. Yeah. So I don't know if I would be too excited about the Panthers. I think I'd still be excited about Washington, but they somehow are 63% owned on Yahoo. It's pretty high. Do you think Haskins spent more money on the fine or the strip club? I'd like to think the strip club. Yeah, I would like to think that as well. <laughs> that would make for a, a Pac-Man Jones-esque evening, uh, which yeah, we're all looking for a little bit more of in our lives. I love that old uh, Allen Iverson quote that's fake about how much money he's to spend in strip clubs. It's not real. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you want me to find it and read it in a second? Uh, if, if you can. I don't know that there's anything else. Scott and I can wax poetic about what uh, streaming defense we're going to use this week. Yeah, well, I'm we so, have to make uh, a decision on that. I'm so quick to it. I've already, I've already found it. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Um. Oh God, I made bad on wow. my word. <laughs> okay, 
I found the article and then they like took the picture out, but I found it again. All right. Okay. So, uh, he claims that he occasionally spent $40,000 at the strip club when he was first a 76er. And this is why, or someone said that. And then this is why it's funny. He rebuts the claim and he says, first of all, it was like 9,000 at most. And there were never any strippers <laughs> at TJI Fridays on city line, unless I brought them. Sometimes I brought a bunch and I supported in those cases. Yes. The bill could get up to $40,000 because they didn't have endless appetizers back then. <laughs> so wait, so that, that quote was real? That. No, it's not real. But someone made whole that. Thing's and fake. Whole thing's fake. So some, someone okay. made that and it went like viral and like legitimate like sports agencies like wrote it. Because they put it in like – it looked like a clipping from like a magazine. And mm-hmm. so people just took it as at face value, but it was just good Photoshop. <laughs> Oh we talking God. about practice. Yeah. That's awesome. My defense pick is the known commodity that has been a great defensive stream, regardless of the opponent for the last two months, it seems like. I'm going with the Washington football team. Tom, you can go second. I'll make the tough call. It seems like we always make you make the tough calls. Um, I like the Texans. Wow. We're gonna go we're gonna go split three ways here, huh? Because I really separate like, checks, TJ Fridays. <laughs> yeah, luckily you can do separate checks now. Unfortunately for Allen Iverson, fake Allen Iverson back in the day, there were no separate checks. There was all on there were no endless apps. Yeah, and no endless apps. So it was a double whammy for him. Uh, I really like the Cardinals defense this week. I think the 49ers are really shorthanded uh, with Pithard and with uh, Mostert out to to make a decision and to 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 give them to give the the listeners what they want. Um I don't think the football team qualifies because they're 63% owned on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I would go with the Texans. Sounds nice. good. Anyway, Scott, you just brought it up to me. Uh I would say that Jeff Wilson is a secure play this week. Um we didn't really talk about it, but most we didn't of the get to that game, right? No, we got to it like a while ago and I would say that most of it is a full full out and oh, he's an IR. Yeah, well, I know. I, I meant to say uh, that Wilson is a full, full go, but I accidentally said Mostert, so I was just going to get yeah. there in the wrong way. But uh, I would play Wilson, and I am. All right. Yeah, Jeff's a full send. Uh, I thought about even thinking of putting him as a payup, but he wasn't high enough. But no. you could definitely put him in your daily lineups. So then he's a All right. <laughs> All righty, Broncos Chargers. This is one of those games. Game between two play, two teams that are already mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. That could just end up being a really fun one. Drew Locke's been throwing the ball all over the place, except for the yeah. Bills I'm not making this my shootout, but uh, Drew Locke kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah, it could go either way with him. We've discovered. No fan had a great week last week. He did. If you were able to add him, uh, he could be in, in a good spot to start as well. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen did not practice on Wednesday. Yikes! Worth noting. Uh, let me. I can check Mike Williams. Hey, if he doesn't go can. and Mike Williams is banged up, both those guys banged up. Tyron Johnson as well was pretty good. Jalen so, Knight and Tyron Johnson. Seems like Herbert's like, hey, listen, just put somebody out there and I'll sling it to him. Yes, I would prefer Keenan Allen to pepper him with the 15 targets that I normally do, but I'll make it work with these guys as well. I think that's yeah, that's kind of all we uh, kind of all we got. All right, well, that one was quick. Uh, let's talk about Cowboys Eagles. We got some streams in this one. Yeah, we actually got a bunch of stuff. One of our favorite here, which is streams. What makes in this it one. a shootout, baby. Okay. And then this is, yeah, this is really our, our favorite stream of all time. I'll hit the drop there as well. But it's just. Come on in, boys. 
the water is fine. And yeah, he probably doesn't qualify based off of our standard, but he's worth bringing up because his ownership is just absurdly low. Jalen Hurts is still only 56% owned on Yahoo, 47% owned what on are you doing? I can only imagine it's because there's just teams that aren't checking their rosters anymore. And like the teams that are left have, you know, Lamar Jackson and, and Patrick Mahomes. So they're like, we're not going to add Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So he just kind of sits out there, right? But if he's sitting out there in the league and you have any questions at all about your quarterback, I'm talking any trepidation at all. Bench him and just play Jalen Hurts because there is zero fear at this point. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I don't know if he's at New England. I'll double check that. But Josh Allen versus New England or Jalen Hurts? That's really tough. I will play Josh Josh Allen. He's actually at New England. Does that move the needle? No, I would play Josh Allen. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. He had 12.4. Or th- he had the 13-ish points versus New England last time. Last He's not going to do that again. New England sucks. It's worst game of the year. Uh, <laughs> I think I want to say uh, – I don't quote me on this, but I want to say Zach Moss had two rushing touchdowns in that game. Something like that. Uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know for sure, but that won't happen again most likely. I'll, yeah. I'll take a look at that and see if that's true. Yeah, that game was super well. weird. But uh, I would trust Josh Allen. He, he got you there. Uh, you know, Zach those Lawson guys are where it gets tough, dip. right? He did. Like, I got Aaron Rodgers. He did, right? Yeah. So so Zach Moss doesn't get one of those touchdowns, and, they, and it goes to Josh Allen, which they normally do. You're talking about a typical 20-point game from Josh. So uh, I wouldn't be too scared of him at all. Uh, out here on the stream, though, I wanted to bring this guy up. I think, did we already hit the stream for this game? We hit the drop, yeah. Oh, Come on, again. boys. The water is Here fine. we go again. The water's fine this week. I'm going with Dawson Knox. Oh, we're not on this game. We're still on Cowboys Eagles. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got I got on the job. You got on fucking stream on this one. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but let's let's go back to the Cowboys Eagles game. Dalton Schultz plays a ton like we said, like we love to bring up, plays a ton of snaps. The Eagles are actually a really good matchup against tight ends. Uh he's nineteen percent on Yahoo, thirty seven percent on ESPN. And we've also got to scroll down for Tommy here. Ooh, scroll down for Tommy. Yep. What wide receiver is Tom scrolling down for? Find out. Yeah, CD Lamb. Uh led the team in targets and Slay was out last week, which has something to do with Hopkins explosion. Uh but Slay has cleared percussion concussion protocol so you'd expect him to see a lot of amari cooper not that slay is like some world beater these days but amari cooper is not he was pretty amazing but you know with andy dalton quarterback play i would expect the easy outs to go to cd lamb here um and you know obviously he just gets it done in several different ways you saw him take back an onside kick they should go back to maybe giving him some rushing attempts if the backfield stuff is not any more clear this week with uh, Zeke being a uh, game time decision and pretty much, well, pretty much a game time decision and being ruled inactive. Yep. $6,000 on uh, FanDuel, $5,300 on DraftKings. The price is totally right uh, for CD Lane. Yeah. Yeah, I like that as well. And I like that you brought up that Slay is actually coming back. But it really shouldn't be a deterrent to CD Lamb who plays a ton out of the slot and is not their premier uh, receiver. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. So that's that's going to be a Monday Night Football to the point where he got hurt. So, so here's a here's a crazy thing for the, for just where we're at in the uh, 2020 fantasy football season. One of my teams is in the championship. I I drafted Zeke in the first round, made it despite him basically the entire year, and I also handcuffed my team with Tony Pollard, wire to wire. 
people in my position, I'll tell you right now, we don't want Zeke to play. No. Sit. Absolutely. Wayne Pollard looked way too good last week. Please, Zeke, just sit the bench. Put Tony Pollard in. Obviously, if Zeke plays, you have to play him because he can erupt at any point. Uh, and he's even had big games with Dalton at quarterback. But for the people who have him cuffed, I guarantee all, all of them agree with me. Let's just see Tony Pollard get the run. Yeah, Zeke, take 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 a seat. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you come take a seat? I had the old bull, and now we want the young calf. <laughs> Zeke's not old, but no. <laughs> Rams Seahawks. Um, Scott, I'm interested to see why you think this game's going to stink. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. I just get weird vibes from both of these teams. Um, I guess I already did do a stinker, but I'm going to get back to it and hit the drop again. I'm having some uh, some loading issues over here, so just bear with me. There we go. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> But um, the Rams always play the Seahawks well, right? Uh, and then you look at you look at who who moves the ball well for the Seahawks. It's like, all right, they run the ball well up the middle with Chris Carson. Well, Aaron Donald does a good job of kind of shutting that down, right? Yeah, all right. Well, they can hit these deep shots to DK Metcalf. All right, well, the only corner like almost physically comparable to him is the one that he will be facing the entire game with Jalen Ramsey. They battled in the last matchup. Right, the and then, uh, you know, uh, Lockett has really struggled recently. Yeah, and uh, I you know obviously you, you trust him just because he's a Seahawk and he's Tyler Lockett. I mean, I start. don't. I wouldn't if I. I mean, I wouldn't have been starting him for a month now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he hasn't got over a hundred way, way, way easier said than done from someone who has probably zero Tyler Lockett shares for good but, reason. Um, well, uh, that's that's this my point. But anyway, uh, the Rams, you know, they, they struggle with in their own right. They couldn't even beat the Jets. And the Seahawks defense, you're seeing them start to turn it around a little bit. All of this is just, it just gives me weird vibes that this game is going to be a bit of a stinker. Um, the only guys I'm interested in, actually, I got to scroll down for. I do like the Rams running backs here. Um, I'll let you pick which one you think is going to have a good game. They're both going to have a chance. I personally like Dale Henderson more than Malcolm Brown, but I do like Malcolm Brown's red zone and especially receiving involvement that he's had the whole year. Uh, 5,600 on FanDuel for Henderson, 5,500 for Malcolm Brown on FanDuel. So literally a coin flip there. Who do you like? Um, On DraftKings, Malcolm Brown is $500 cheaper than Daryl Henderson. He's $4,000 where Daryl Hendo's $4,500. So these guys are cheap, and I do think that they'll have a huge involvement. All right. Yeah, I mean, that should be a very interesting game. I don't know. Like, I literally, when I saw that, Scott, I thought that you put it as your shootout. No, I mean, this, this, game, this, this game was not exciting the first time that they played. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was a Sunday night one that I think that went to overtime, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, but it yeah. it doesn't it doesn't give me right. a good feeling. It's one of those divisional games. It's just odd. Yep, always weird stuff. Okay, fair enough. Duly noted. Sunday night should be a lot of fun. It's my shootout: Titans playing the Packers, and this is a super. This is just super simple textbook fantasy football stuff. <laughs> Neither defense can stop what the opposing offense does best. The Titans can't cover the pass. The Packers go for 300 300 yards a game with Aaron Rodgers, and it can dump it off to Aaron Jones. Jamal Williams might not even play, so that honestly puts Aaron Jones very much in the pay-up range for this one. Um, And, of course, we've been talking about this for what feels like the entire season. 
Derrick Henry gets the Packers in week 16. Yeah. This is it. This is what the entire season is leading up to. This is the season finale of the boys. This is Avengers Endgame level stuff for Derrick Henry. Well, it's nice to roll. This one is really, I do think it's a shootout of all shootouts this week because when you start to look at the guys within the matchup, which which is always what I love to do, you know, you got your Rodgers and your Adams and your uh, Aaron Jones and Robert Tunyon. So you have these guys who are all close to or hovering around that top five, top ten at their position in a great matchup. Flip over to the other side of the ball. You can't sit Ryan Tannehill right now. He's no. screaming hot. You know who else you can't really sit? Corey Davis, who's been playing lights out as well. A.J. Brown's good to rock. Johnny Smith gives us five for 52 last week, giving us a He's potential glimmer out of floor, and we know his ceiling is high. So you can go ahead and trot him out. There are guys who are everywhere in this matchup that you can play this week. And I love it as a shootout. You're 100% right. Tom, what do you got on the Packers Titans game? I think it's a big one for Tanyan. Oh, yeah? To avenge the Pro Bowl snub? It's just, uh, no, I don't care about that. And <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the Titans just have not historically done well against the tight end at all. And yeah. um, he's someone who can really get open. So I would expect him to do really well. Um, you know, and the Pro Bowl snub. But- so- if uh, if Devontae Adams doesn't score from seventy, expect uh, Tunyon to score from fifteen. Yeah, or maybe or maybe even one like he did last week. Don't get me; I'm still much too triggered about James Robinson not making the Pro Bowl to even speak about it. So, well, we're ready to Tom. talk about it. We're here. <laughs> I'm just I'm not ready. Okay, fair enough. One more game to talk about. We kind of alluded to it already. We got Bills Patriots, and uh, it's decision time on our streaming tight end. Scott mentioned Dawson Knox. Earlier, come on in, boys. The water is fine, and we kind of sped through the decision because I think the decision's already been made. Is that Jalen Hurts is our streaming quarterback this week? Oh yeah, I, I uh, we forgot to make the official decision on that one, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I would go with him. His ownership is, in my opinion, close enough. Um, if he's not out there, though, I, I think he keep going back to Mitch and yeah. trust him against the Jags. Yep, this is a good week for quarterbacks with a rushing floor. Especially in those games, you know that third place game to get your money back. That you know the championship. You you want that rushing floor to bail out a quarterback who might you know end up throwing an early pick and has to dig himself out of a hole early in the game. So I mean, it's it's J, it's Jalen Hurts for me by a mile. But if yeah, he's not yeah, out there, Mitch is the guy. Yeah, is tight end. Um, Noah Fant doesn't qualify, huh? Um, not from what I saw, no. Then who who do you uh, who do you think here? Who, who do I like? No one. <laughs> I think in um, no one range. I uh, I go to Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I, I think that Dalton Schultz is a is a safe one when you really when you're really digging for nobody's. Hooper's scoring twice this Hooper's week. a decent option, but I just don't like how they have like Harrison Bryant plays and Njoku plays. There's just too many tight ends there. Dalton Schultz is a guy and he plays all the time. I want time on Dalton Schultz. Dawson Knox, two percent on Yahoo, one percent on ESPN. We're talking three straight games for him with a touchdown. So he's another guy to pay oh, okay. attention to as well. That's pretty good, right? For a tight end, that's really good. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on the uh, Bills-Patriots game, guys? We're kind of going a little long, so if we keep this short, we're, we're in good shape. I'd play Josh I mean, Allen. Championship week, so if they're, if they're listening now, they don't mind the extra info. I, that's right. I got Stefan Diggs. I'll tell you what. It's nice to have. In a championship, you check your back pocket and you go, 
Stefan Diggs Monday night. Okay, let me tuck him back into Monday night. Go get and me we'll, chips and we'll see what happens, right? I don't, I don't know how much I'm going to be down. I don't know if I'm going to be down anything at all. The glorious thing would be able to pull him out of my lineup so he can begin a day early celebrating with the rest of my team. But you know what you should do if I, I need know. to play on Monday night. I know, even if I'm down 20, 25, Diggs is there for me. He's going to get it done, please. You know what would be awesome? James Robinson doesn't play. No, you're winning going into Monday night with Stephon Diggs. You pull Stephon Diggs out of your flex, put James Robinson in his rightful <sighs> starting position. I mean, that'd be amazing if they would have already played. And oh, so you wouldn't be able to move the way my roster oh, is. With that, that league's a running back. I mean, uh, that would be nice, but I mean, James Robinson's going to play this week, Don. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's playing for please, sure. James, even if you don't, I love you, but please play. But play. But don't sit. Just play. He wants to. Yeah. Yeah. And he will because he knows I need yes. it. <laughs> hey, uh, for those of you celebrating Christmas, have a merry one. Uh, enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy the football. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, football game every day. That's a pretty good life. Yeah, that's nice. For the next few days for us. So we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we will see everybody back on Tuesday to wrap up week 16. And we will also uh, – we go we go to until week 17 with the, uh, with the preview episodes because some of you idiots just don't get it. And you have your championship go to week 17, but whatever. I'll, I'll keep berating you if I have to. Um, and so we'll be able to preview that as well uh, with with open minds and, and empty hearts. And, uh, yeah, from there, we'll uh, we'll get to the playoffs. We'll recap some good prediction, luck, guys. fantasy football awards, all that good stuff coming up. Far. Yeah. Trust your plums. Trust them plums. They're in the God's hands now. That's right. All right, best of luck, everybody. And especially best of luck to you, Scott, and you, Tom, in your championships. Go, James Robinson. Nobody deserves it more than the two of you guys, except maybe me. Good luck, everybody. We'll see you on Tuesday after the madness subsides and you're counting up those stacks that you won in your fantasy football championships. Keep scoring, everybody.